TGIF. What is up? Marty Jenkins here alongside my man, Alvin Reed, college football connection. And I told Alvin before we walked in the building, I had to get a hold of the janitorial staff, get the AC pumped up because this dude is hot. Six and one last week. Mm. Alvin went six and one. I went seven and seven and two, but Alvin was on fire, man. Great week last week. Hey, man, I'll take it. I mean, you know, it's easier to get off to a good start and try to try to keep it going than get off to a bad start and turn it around. And, 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 and all the players out there know that that is the truth. Mm-hmm. You can't make it all up in one week. I feel as though I can't lose it all in one week, but, uh, you know, That's okay. maybe, maybe I'll be a little more conservative than I was last week. We'll see when we go through. And, you know, the one thing that stuck out to me, the headliner was everybody thought Ohio State was going to roll, and you were like, no, man, I'm, I'm taking I, Notre Dame with the points. Right. And if Notre Dame had could have won that game, even that would have shot me. You know, I didn't – I was not on any kind of money line or outright – but I did think they would play within that that point total. Well, and my takeaways from that were, um, and I had numerous people text me like, what is their offensive coordinator Tommy Reese doing? He called a great first half, and then he just disappeared in the second half. He's been known to do that. Notre Dame's defense looked good. I think the big takeaway was, and they won, but Ohio State didn't look good. No, I didn't think they looked that good. I also am one of those, and I know you can't do it, but at the same time, Notre Dame in the second half, and then you come out and you say like, okay, now, you know that those plays that we've never run before and, you know, we kind of practiced on just for this situation? Like, if we're in this game in the fourth, third, fourth quarter, uh-huh. we're going to run a totally new offense. Yeah. We're gonna, we, we are just going to start lining up in the spread mm-hmm. or the, the, the option or something. Just we, we, we got them if we could just score some points. Yep. And they couldn't score any more points. Yeah, so, I mean, the good thing about that, though, they only dropped, like, two or three spots in the rankings. Well, they you're lo- playing, like, what, the second-best team in the country. Yeah. On the road in the first game of the and year. And a respectable performance. Right. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, they lost early. Um, they got a brutal schedule. So, if Notre Dame's the real deal, which I don't think they are, I think they're an 8-4, 9-3 and team, they still control their own destiny. Uh, I think um, they were, uh, what is it? Oh, 50-1, um, to one, I think to win the national championship that may be worth 10 or 20 bucks and you can hedge if they get there same thing i was you hedge if they get there yeah i I was gonna say like man 50 to one if you bet 10 bucks it's 500 500 dollars. they get to the final four you bet against them you're gonna make some money there you go exactly and 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 also could they win all the rest of their games yes they could they could they got the big ones at home so clemson comes there right so you know if they if they get into the playoff then you're going to profit. I, that's the way I feel about it. So you're going to do it? Throw ten on it? If I'm over, yeah, you know, if I'm over there, I'm, I probably will. <laughs> but you know, they'll win. They'll blow out whoever they play this week, and then that fifty to one will be thirty to one. Yeah, you know all that. So um, talk about a long flight home back west. Uh, Georgia forty nine to three over Oregon. I, I don't know what that was about. I, <laughs> I, Georgia is very very good. Oregon just did not play very well um all right that's a good segue there because we will start um actually i want to start in the swamp because they beat utah last week good Mm -hmm. game uh very good game Mm -hmm. number 12 florida beats utah quarterback anthony richardson looked good and they welcome in number 20 kentucky florida is favored by six kentucky's got 
a first round mock uh, quarterback. People are saying that Will Levis can go in the first round. Good quarterback. They're without their star running back. I don't like their right their wide receiver and running back core. Um, I don't see many points in this one, Alvin. I think it's kind of a sluggish beginning after last week's emotional win over Utah. I don't have a feel on the over under. What I'm going to stick with here is under 52 and a half. Okay. All right. I'll tell you, Stoops, underrated coach. All right. Kentucky. Oh, yeah. Hell of a coach. Kentucky. Always plays defense. Florida. Utah. Twice inside your five-yard line. Came away with zero points. Unacceptable. They score a touchdown on either one of those. You lose the game. Yeah. Kentucky covers. Kentucky wins. Kentucky wins in Gainesville? K- Kentucky beats Florida. But I will. Ooh. I will. I'm just telling you, that's really what I think. But I definitely think that Kentucky covers that. They, the Florida shouldn't be giving... A good SEC team. Very good. Six points. So you're taking UK to cover. Yeah. And just as a kind of side spread, this isn't this isn't an actual pick of yours, right. but you're telling people the money line may be worth looking the at. The money line is worth looking that at. That may be like plus two fifty. You maybe triple your money. Right. I said the money line is worth looking at on that one. Okay. Because what did Florida show you? Oh, by the way, and Stoops now has a week to say, like, we gotta take the, the you know what beat Utah? The quarterback. Yeah. Shadow yeah. him. Put some hits on him, mm-hmm. slow him down, and I really didn't see anything else Florida had going on. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm, I'm tempted, but I'm not going to do it to take Kentucky with the points, but I see where you're coming from with that. I just don't see a lot of points in that one. And I will say this, because I like Mark Soups. I hope Kentucky wins that game. <laughs> no, but I appreciate what he does. He, You know, any program that has a – you're a basketball power, you got your football team together, I always applaud them. Respect. Because I'm trying to – Get ours back together at KU. So. Now, and I'm going to leave – I'll tell you what. I'm going to leave the uh, over-under on that one because this game could seriously be like 20 to 17. Mm-hmm. This game could be 30 to 27. Mm-hmm. Literally. I, I don't have a feel on that one. So, I'm I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to skip the over-under, but I am going to take Kentucky and those six points, and they'll cover that. That's a tough opening week game for a top 10 team. Utah having to go down there. I'm interested to see how they bounce back. Because I, 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 I know. I know. Won, but, but, hey, didn't win, so I can't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you got to win the game to get the praise. So. All right. Well, this is the quote-unquote matchup of the weekend, and it features an unranked team <laughs> as number one Bama for only the sixth or seventh time in history, I think, plays Texas. This game is moving a lot. Open at 16 and a half. Now it's at 20 and a half. Open at 61 and a half. Now it's at 65 and a half. Uh, maybe the best player in college football, Will Anderson. He's going to be all over that redshirt freshman quarterback for Texas, Quinn Ewers um, and Bajan Robinson. I think they're going to shut down Texas's offense overall. I like the under 65 and a half. Bryce Young's going to be Bryce Young. Um, and they, he's got weapons galore. I really like under 65 and a half. And I think Bama covers in Austin the 20 and a half. I think Bama covers in Austin the 20 and a half. I think we go over 65-5. I think um, Saban is still, no pun intended, smarting from uh, mm-hmm. that national championship game loss to his former assistant. Right. So you think Bama may <laughs> you think Bama may <laughs> hang up 65 and a half themselves. And, and you know, you, all right. We're gonna we're gonna expand the playoff, okay? That was decided. Mm-hmm. Now they're figuring out when they're gonna do it. Um, SEC commissioner Sankey oh, it might be a little problem getting there next year, the next year, whatever and whatnot. They're all posturing, okay? Mm-hmm. Alab- SEC needs Alabama to be 
that team, you know, to to just be by far and away the best team in the SEC, and that starts with taking care of non-conference games. Alabama never plays a non-conference game on the road, ever. Right. So here you go. You're going to this nationally, you know, like televised game. Lots of people and, and be there. the most watched game, it was kind of weird, is this noon game, you know, that they uh, play Big 12 plays, but that noon game, because there, no other games have started. Yeah. You know, and so thus, man, Alabama's playing at noon. We're all over that. Mm-hmm. So, um, no, Alabama shows out. Alabama's going to put one on Texas just to let everybody know that if you thought for a second that this upstart and this program, that te- quite definitely has been struggling. Yeah. It's going to give us a game. It's not going to happen. No. Now, they'll, they, they'll cover the 20.5. I'm going to take the over, but now the problem is, is that, you know, Nick Saban, it's not that he doesn't want to rub people's face in it. He just doesn't care. Right. Man, about the fourth quarter, man, he'll, he'll have the four string in there. Literally, because mm-hmm. give them a chance to play right in front of a hundred thousand people. Yeah, right. But I still think they cover. I think they cover easily. Yeah, I I think I think Alabama puts fifty up. Yeah, and then all that leaves is fourteen, seventeen. Yeah, yeah exactly. I can see that. Um. So an interesting one here, um, and a very entertaining opening game to the schedule a couple weeks ago. When did you see um that Pitt West Virginia game? Yes, I did. Largest crowd in Pittsburgh sports history. That place was rocking, oh, man, absolutely. at Heinz Field. Yes. Um, so now they welcome in number 24, Tennessee. They smoked Ball State. This is this surprised me, Alvin. The first time in history Pitt has hosted an SEC team. Like, oh, how is that possible? How is that possible? <laughs> you, said, wait, you said they've both been playing football since the late 1800s yeah, exactly. or whatever. Like, you would seem like that would be not a thing. Yeah. Um, so I really like, um, and actually I needed to, oh yeah, Tennessee, Tennessee is favored by six here. Yes. Uh, not showing Pitt the respect, you know, for beating a good West Virginia team, in my opinion. So Tennessee, after they smoke ball state, they get to go there and they're favored by six. Um, I think it's going to be another raucous crowd. Um, I really like both squads, to be honest with you. I think they both have eight, nine win campaigns this year. Pitt's got a great quarterback, USC transfer, a great running game. Um, I think, though, that Tennessee's going to have issues versus the Pitt secondary uh, that was really good against West Virginia and B.J. Daniels and a great quarterback there. I like Pitt to cover, and I think I'm going to go with the under in this one. And I just got to double-check, Alvin, um, what the over-under is in this game. But I'm going to take Pitt to cover and the under. Okay, I think I'm going to have to go with Tennessee to cover on this one because, well, West Virginia did some funky stuff in that game, and they 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 could have won that game. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that they could have, man. That opening night between Purdue's coach and West Virginia, and like, oh, Purdue. man, y'all kind of like just just you know gave the game away. Gave the game sixty four and a half. By the okay. way, Alvin, I'm going to go. Uh, I am going to. I'm I'm going to take Tennessee. I think they win by touchdown, seven points. Okay, I think that covers. You got a feel on that 64 and a half? I'm going to go under on that one. Okay, so Alvin likes Tennessee to cover and the under, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but, yeah, you were mentioning a, a lot of teams on that opening night just gave games away. Right, <laughs> right. I mean, Purdue, I literally, I'm downstairs, you know, like with the bed, like, you know, raised, you know, I've got the recliner. You know, that's like, you know, I'm like, 
and I'm just saying, like, okay, they 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 hold, you know, um, God, I'm, I'm getting old here. Who they play? Uh, Purdue. Purdue was playing. Um, uh, oh man, I'm drawing a blank. Well, me too. Golly, it's terrible. Two weeks ago, we can't even remember. But anyway, all right. So they mess up, you know, and they got to lead, and they go three and out. Yeah. Then they hold Penn State. Penn State. Then they hold Penn State to three and out. Penn, Penn State has to punt. Now the se- previous series, I said like, why aren't they running the ball? They should they they should run the ball three times, and punt. And just all you got to do is hold them defense, mm-hmm. and we're really pretty much in control of this game. Well, yeah. places rocking, Drew Brees there. there. Yeah, right. All right. So they don't do it, but then the defense gets a three and out. <laughs> now I know they're going to think they're just going to run three times and make Penn State use their timeout. Mm-hmm. No, another three and out. And I'm thinking like, um, look, I'm not paid millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. But clock management? We could handle that. I could handle that. <laughs> right. You just wonder what's going through coaches' minds sometimes. Like That was just – that was crazy. So, that's why I think Tennessee comes in and they give Pittsburgh a dose of, you know, what you're going to get. That's all I'm going to say. Some SEC football. Yeah. Pound it. Um, all right. Well, we got a sexy matchup out in Provo. That's going to be the one where I think, you know, and a lot of people are going to try to be getting their money back – or increase their profit from the full Saturday slate at 9.15 at night, no, exactly. 10.15 Eastern. Number nine, Baylor, goes to number 21, BYU. Provo's going to be loud. Um, going to be a great game. The thing I'm watching in this one is a BYU offensive line against the Baylor defensive line. That's the matchup to watch. I think there's going to be a lot of points on this one, and I'm double-checking here where it's at. It's, um, it's almost at 54. It's at 53 and a half now. I'm going to take the over in this game. And watch out for BYU running back. Christopher Brooks, he's going to have a big game, I think. Lots of points, so I'm taking the over. And, Alvin, I'm going to take BYU in the – BYU's favored by three. I'm going to – yeah, I'm going to go BYU to cover as well. BYU and the over. Okay. Um, all right. I'm going to have faith in a, in a, in a you know, top three, four Big 12 team in Baylor. Mm-hmm. And BYU, BYU's coming. Yep. You know, they are they are a Big 12 member. Yep. Next year. And if you're going to if you are going to make any kind of statement which Baylor wants to make. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, which BYU obviously wants to make because they're going to be the newcomer, Baylor. Come on. Seriously? Let's let's we are a we are a Power 5 conference team mm-hmm. that almost had a chance to play in the national championship. Not game, but make the playoff last year. David Randa, hell of a coach. Baylor, Baylor covers. I think Baylor wins once again on that one. Alvin's got Baylor to cover. Oh, oh boy. I'm I'm not really feeling over under. I okay. know I skipped Kentucky, Florida. Um You don't have to take it. I'm not I'm I'm gonna pass on that one too. I'm um, gonna pass on the fifty three and a half. That's gonna be a good game though. Um, Should be. You can be able to. Are you going to be in uh, Manhattan this weekend? Oh no 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 no! I got to save my trips for Lions. But that, no no not Manhattan Morgantown. I meant for Kansas oh, West no, Virginia. No no no. <laughs> When's the last road game you went to that Kansas played? Can you remember? Yeah, I think the last road game I went to was when we played UVA back in the nineties. Virginia? Yep. I lived out there then. Is where's their camp? Charlottesville? Yeah. Huh? Beautiful okay. campus, by the way. Nice. Hmm. 
All right. <sighs> Manhattan, uh, Mizzou goes there. Kansas State, seven and a half point favorites. Um, it was at nine and a half, down to seven and a half. Um, Mizzou's run defense last week, you know, it was the worst team in the country, but uh, they only gave up 11 yards to Louisiana Tech. Luther Burden, two touchdowns. Uh, K State, I don't like their quarterback situation. Not high on Mizzou's either. Um, not a lot of points in this one, Alvin. I think I'm going to go less than 57 points, and this may surprise you a little bit. I'm going to take Mizzou to cover seven and a half. Mizzou is about to get that ass kicked. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, maybe that, that may not fly on the air, but that'll fly on the podcast. I think. No, 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 no. K-State is about to put one on Missouri. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, all right. And that ain't Missouri hate. That's just like, what did Missouri show you in that game against that inferior Nothing. team? Nothing. Oh, and by the way, K-State, if, if, if Luther Burton – lines up in the, in the uh, wildcat formation and there's no other running backs back there he's going to run the ball what what he's quarterback now i mean what i mean yeah. direct snap to Luther Burton he's the only guy standing back there what's he going to do run the ball I mean, he's going to throw the ball he's quarterback now he's going to run the ball i hear you i you think it's going to be an ass whooping, huh? I think they'll cover seven and a half right i mean seriously that's 28-14 that's that's you know 40 to 21 that's right. you know that k-state covers that and we, i know we got a lot of mizzou fans that listen but we do have a situation if they happen to win this game then they're over under for the season is looking better because a lot of people have this one penciled well, in that's as a a, that was penciled in as a sure loss yeah right so that'll be an interesting game to watch and the problem with with that is as far as missouri is concerned is that that's penciled in as as a loss and then I, I think a lot of people are saying, like, and then they'll fool around and lose a game they don't have any business, mm-hmm. you know, losing. So they win this game, they go to a bowl game. I'm pretty much convinced of that. I think it'd be a, a pretty, not in terms of, it would be a big win for the program, I think, to win this game. Absolutely. Doesn't change my stance on where they stand with all the other SEC teams. Right. But it would be a nice win. Well, I don't even, if we look, and I, I, should have tried to find this but you know how many road games has missouri played against big 12 teams since they lost the big 12 since they left the big 12 that'd be something good look up right and so i think that they're going back to a place that still is a little irate about that entire situation Mm -hmm. i know it was a long time ago but this is the first shot that k-state has had at missouri period let alone at home and they're going to take full advantage yeah, of that's, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And game two. Out for blood. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute. Let's put one on them right now. Yeah. Well, that's just uh, your stance on that game. It gave me a lot more interest to watch that game. So. And I'm going to take the under on that 57, too. Okay. All right. Let me mark that down real quick. The under as well. Now, you hear the phrase thrown around a lot, Alvin, that um, this team should have won. This team got the game stolen from them. <laughs> You said the under, right? I said the under. Okay. Uh, yeah. We hear that a lot. But what happened in Bloomington, Indiana last mm-hmm. week, Illinois got the game stolen from them. It was a clear touchdown. Illinois should have won the game, um, and they didn't. They got screwed. And there was a play earlier in the game where Indiana kicked a field goal, and th- they said it was good, and they got their three points. But there's replays that people were tweeting about. It wasn't even good. Right. <laughs> and, and and that's a lot of points that's that 10. the refs kind of took away from them. <laughs> Illinois still could have won that football game. What's that say? All right. So, 
it, what it says is Illinois covers four and a half against Virginia. With you on that one. Um, and I'm actually going to stay away. No, I am going to go with the uh, the under on that one. I just want to double check. Um, but did you like what you saw out of them in that game last oh, weekend? Oh, yes. I thought, I thought Illinois mm-hmm. controlled that game. I thought Illinois yep. did everything except win that game. Yep. And, you know, Belima. I blame him, you know. he His <sighs> clock madness. Lots of head scratchers. Right. Lots of head scratchers from head coach Brett Bielema. You know, like why are you why are you giving them the ball back with some time to do something with the ball? Like I, <laughs> I know. God, right. All right, here it is, fifty-seven, and I'm taking the under on that one. I just think with those two teams combined, um, you know, I'm going to take the under on that one yeah, too. So we're because rolling. I I don't think Illinois puts up crap load of points, but UVA is is kind of struggling right now. Mm-hmm. U of I and the under for Alvin as well. And that brings us to your boys. Um, And I really liked what I saw from West Virginia last weekend, despite the loss. Um, And this one opened at 10 and a half. Now it's at 13 and a half. And don't get me wrong, you know, especially with you rooting for them. I want to see Kansas Mm -hmm. do well. I want to see you hit the over under on their two and a half. But I think West Virginia wins this one by at least three touchdowns. All right. I am going to kind of, kind of, kind of let my heart take over here. Is this okay. on the record or is this just a side pick? This is, this is, all right. I, <laughs> I put, I put my real money where my mouth is. Okay. For uh, KU to cover 30 last week and they did it. Yes, they did. So I'm going to do the same. I think, I think we can run the ball. I think we can play enough defense. We played West Virginia very tough uh, last game of la- last year. It was in Lawrence. You know, hardly was anybody there. It was cold and all that. But I think KU stays within two touchdowns, which means you you stay within 13 and a half, which means I'm going to take KU into points. I have no idea what the score is going to be in that game, so I'm going to pass on the 60 on the over and under. I'm, but but I, I'm going to tell you this right now. Uh, if and I'm going with my heart too because I want to see them win. If somehow Kansas wins this game, then that turns in to a national story in Week Two of Kansas being two and zero, winning in Morgantown. And there's a slight chance if they win this game, this is going to sound crazy for a team with an over under of two and a half. Could they get in like the others receiving votes, like a vote or two? They they could, could that get, happen? They could get others receiving votes based on they vote in Kansas City, you know, they you know, yeah. they vote in Denver. Uh-huh. They vote, you know, like right. They could get others receiving votes. The key would be they go to Houston the next week. Yeah. And and I mean even if you played a decent game and lost at Houston, okay, so you're 2 and 1 but you played a decent game. You come home you beat you play Duke. You beat Duke. You beat Duke at yeah, home. And I have Houston pegged as a loss, and so do you. Yeah, right. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. Right. But if you if you were to somehow win at Morgantown, okay, you don't get it done at Houston, but then you come home, you beat Duke. All right? And two and two. Yeah. Now think about it. You know, you know, all of a sudden you're like, hey, now they are, possibly. You know, no, I mean, if they, if they, the beat, problem is they don't have any really winnable games after they start two and two. Well, all right. 
then you start running into trouble. Yeah. And that's why the, the Duke game is the one that you have to win if you're going to win three because you figure, like, hey, homecoming, Iowa State, home, you know, that's a game you could win. Uh, there's a couple others on there that you could possibly win. That gets you to the three, but – I want yeah, I want to check. I, Speaking of Iowa, we we saw what happened with the baseball score last weekend. Oh my weekend. gosh, that was just a, a mess. I was in I was, you know, uh up Lawrence Way, and Saturday I just watched college football either in my hotel room, I went out and got something to eat and watched kind of the the mid-afternoon games. And that Iowa thing was it, it was it was almost like, like 5 to 2 in the fourth quarter or something. And, and you're just thinking to yourself, like, man, if they were playing anybody else except, like, North Dakota, yep. they'd lose this game. And we've been down the Iowa road before. I mean, I always picked against them. Ferenc just has them winning right. every year. I'll be very interested to see how they bounce back. Um, and Iowa State, I mean, come on, Iowa State, this is your chance. Yeah. You need to beat them mm-hmm. soundly, but we'll see. I um... – I don't know. I hope Kansas wins because that becomes a story then. If, if that's one of the bigger takeaways from this weekend, if they were to go there and win, because they'd be two and zero winning at Morgantown, right? That would be a huge deal. That would be a huge deal. And you know whose name's popping up already for Nebraska? Uh, who? Lance Lipo. Oh, the that, country. That's is, a little too early. No, wait, for- no, I'm just telling you that everybody is talking about on these national shows like that. That. Two and a half for Kansas, they're going to win more than two and a half games. And people are saying with the transfers and with this and with that, that team is a little farther along. Than Nebraska? No, 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 no. Oh, than people thought. Than people thought they would be at this time. Now, I'm not saying by winning that game they're ready to hire him. What I am saying is, is that if he this year and next year got this thing going, I don't think he leaves. But. The second KU makes a bowl game, then people are going to be, like, really wanting him because he could turn a program around. The fact that he still is coaching there is just the head-scratcher of all head-scratchers. I, I, don't, I don't get that either. I heard this morning that his buyout is, like, a week from now. Yeah. It goes down. He gone. He go- yeah. <laughs> I, I, I heard that this morning on ESPNU, and I thought to myself, oh, now it makes sense. Yeah, they're just sitting there like said like, no, we aren't. We are not forgiving you for that loss in Ireland and the onside kick. Yeah. Then North Dakota comes in here, and not North Dakota. Who do they have? Um, South Dakota State. South. Yeah, the Jackrabbits. They were who, winning the whole game. Who we who we beat? Now, granted, we had to score a touchdown late to beat them last year. But I mean, that's the level that we're talking about here. I never really thought about that with with Leopold, but you're right. If if somehow this season he exceeds expectations again, and they maybe win, you know, four games, right? Next year, all of a sudden, if that catapults into six wins and we go in to a bowl, bowl game, he's gone. He, he he might stay because the right job might not be there. I you know I don't think Auburn's calling. I don't think no, but a like bigger that. job would be coming than Kansas football. But maybe he could get an even bigger job. He really got to score. Yeah, if you stay another three years, maybe that could happen. Or you go to two bowl games in a row. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, like, hey, well, what this guy's got to work with mm-hmm. there? He's what a good he coach. Where was he at before? Kansas? Um, uh, a um, Marshall. Head coach at Marshall? Yeah, and he went from, like, Wisconsin, Whitewater, where they won three or four national championships, and then 
He went to, um, is it Marshall or Thundering Herd? Marshall, uh, yeah. Marshall, all right, yeah. yeah. And got them turned around. Mm-hmm. And so here we are. Yeah, I was looking up his uh, profile right every, now because I wonder if he was an assistant under Doc Holliday at Marshall. Every place he's gone. He's won. And the program was, like, really down. It, now, I don't know how down you could be at Wisconsin Whitewater right. I mean, whatever. <laughs> but, you know, like, Marshall had been up. And they were down, and he got there, and he turned he turned it around, had him in bowl game, you know, like did what he was supposed to do. So he came here, and within look, no spring football last year, mm-hmm. no practices, COVID, all of that, you know. By the end of the season, you beat your Texas, mm-hmm. you are competitive in games against West Virginia, and I guess like Iowa State. You're, I mean, there's some some positivity. Yeah. So now you get a spring football. Mm-hmm. Kansas ain't beat nobody like they beat Tennessee Tech since since uh, Mangino was there. <laughs> so you can Mark Mangino. All right, Mike Gino. So <laughs> all you can say is, you know, yeah, Tennessee Tech was awful. Yeah. But Kansas covered thirty, put fifty some out up on them, and that doesn't happen. I mean, that has not happened for ten years now. What time is that game this weekend? Uh, 5.15. Ooh. Like 6.15 East. Hey, before we sign off, oh, I was so happy last Monday night to see Brian Kelly go down like that. Oh, dude, that was <laughs> a Now, that was another one where hey, I just Welcome was, to Baton Rouge, I, wait, baby. I was just, just watching that game, just sitting there watching that game. And I thought to myself, you know, what a game for Mike Norvell to, to lose in mm-hmm. overtime because mm-hmm. they'll be ready to just pack his stuff and throw him on out of Tallahassee, mm-hmm. all right? But they outplayed LSU that entire game. Yep. Then you have the guy's knee hit. They challenged. Mm-hmm. Where did they come up with this? There's going to be one more play in the, in, in the game rule. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, like, by, by the time they moved the sticks and set him and all that because he was in bounds, the game's over. Right. You don't have time to spike the ball. You don't have time to do any of that. Right. But you're like, oh, here's a free play. Yeah. Then they block the extra point. Right. So you drop two points, two punts. You miss a field goal. You you get a blocked extra point. Mm-hmm. Brian Kelly throws the young man under the bus who dropped both points. Yep. Punts. Just. And did you see the reporter that came in late? Did you see that video clip? No. Oh, boy. A reporter came in late. So Brian Kelly had to wait a minute or two at the post-game presser, and then the reporter finally walked in, and Brian was like, "Well, you know, thanks for joining us, reporter. You know, you owe me a dollar in, in the in the in the pot, and we're gonna have a party at my house at the end of the year. You know, get here on time from now on." And the and the female reporter yelled from the back of the room, "Maybe if you would have won, I would have been here earlier." For real? <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand that guy, man. Well, look, I can't stand him either, and it, it he abandoned Cincinnati. When they had an undefeated season, weren't going to get to go to the bowl game. Yeah. And said, like, well, I had to go to Notre Dame because, I, you know, they weren't going to let me. And then coming to find out, like, Notre Dame never told him that you can't coach that team in the bowl game. Yeah, he's a punk. I hope he's gone before 2024. I hope he's out of there. I, well, right now I think people are giving him the benefit of the doubt, even with that. But at the same time, like, man, you lost to Florida State at home. Mm-hmm. And Florida State ain't all that. No. Not yet. No, not even close. Right. <laughs> like not a bowl game. A bowl game, if, you know, be a good season for them. Right. 
Um, all right, before we sign off, um, and I'm not going out on a limb here, but, you know, a lot of people may take this advice. I, if I could take one team to win the Super Bowl, it's Buffalo at 5-1, to one, and they're the odds-on favorites right now. Would you take them, or would you go with one of these instead? Tampa Bay, 8-1. to one. Chiefs, 10-1. to one. Packers, 11-1. to one. Should I keep going, or do you already hear a team you think is going to win it all? I, I'll tell you what. Right now, there's no reason to say that Buffalo wouldn't win the Super Bowl, but yep. here's the thing. NFL is different than college football. Now, I'm, I'm stating the obvious. Yeah, yeah. Man, 16 weeks, 17 weeks. I'm, I am not cashing all my chips on Buffalo because they hammered uh, a Rams team that didn't play anybody during the preseason, mm-hmm. didn't show up, looked out of shape, looked like they couldn't tackle, looked like Jalen Ramsey, you know, got high before the game. I it just, <laughs> you know, like, what was that? <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> uh, No, I, I feel you on that, and I agree. So um, I'm not ready to declare anybody – Who's going to win the Super Bowl? I understand why Buffalo is the Super Bowl favorite right now. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. I think they finally break through. Okay. All right, Tampa, two and a half favorites at Dallas. Give it to me. What are you taking? I'm, I'm taking I, – I, I would take Tampa. I, I sure would. I, okay. I, I, I'd give it two and a half. My boys ain't – look, prove it to me and Mike McCarthy. I want you to be – look, you're the – your automatic pilot look from the movie airplane drives me crazy <laughs> and i don't i don't like his style i don't like his demeanor i haven't liked his coaching since he has been there everybody prove me wrong All right. you know if you prove me wrong i will say i was wrong but it, it would be a dallas thing to do for them to win this game and still have a bad season yes absolutely <laughs> yeah and then yeah. you got my no. bears on the other hand who suck they host the niners yeah. a lot of people like that niners team uh, this year let's see what trey lance can do yeah but uh, you're but you're right I could see Dallas high watermark winning game one at home against Tampa. Yeah. And then going like and then, eight and nine. Exactly. I was just going to say the same thing. And then winning seven more ga- games the rest of the year. Right. Right. Being eight and nine. All right, my man. All right, dude. Thanks for coming in. And uh, we had some good numbers last week. A lot of people. Let's, let's uh, follow up. Six and one, Alvin was last week. Seven and two. You know, that's a great start. Even if we went, you know, a, a game or two over 500 or 500 the next few weeks, the fact that we got off to such a good week one start well, we gives us a grace period. Well, All right. And then the one I might actually play is Missouri, Kansas State. Just from okay. listening to the radio and whatnot, they said, like, hey, that it's not enough points. And so I'm kind of, I'm, I feel that way. It's, you think it's a route. I think they I think they easily cover seven five. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I mean, seven five is eight points, man. Right. I mean, Missouri could have the ball down by eight. Mm-hmm. Driving and get stopped, you know, like and they were a touchdown two point conversion from going to overtime. Mm-hmm. And K State covers? I think they I think I think the Wildcats handle that. And oh, by the way, if Kansas State loses the football game, I ain't gonna lose no sleepover. <laughs> 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 Even to Missouri. Um trying to look here before i sign off uh just to kind of look ahead at next week's major matchups as we are going down the line here um there is none all right good talk yeah (laughs) the highlight is number 15 hurricanes at number six a and m for the following week that's that's the big game that's the big game and you know that miami's another team i like miami but miami's got to prove it yeah, you, they hung 60 points on whoever this the Bethune-Cookman, right. Bethune-Cookman. Right. Oh, by the way, there was one thing I was going to tell you before we sign off. 
I don't know if you saw this, but you know, you spent I think you spent some time down there and they were they're usually a football powerhouse. Southern Illinois Carbondale. Yeah. They lost last weekend 64 to 29 to Incarnate Word. Okay. I I what's going on with that? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Sluky fans! I'm I, sorry to have to report that I, one. All right, well, teaser for next week. Uh, there's a blog out there. A guy sent it to me at the paper, and he listed reasons why St. Louis University should bring back college football. And oh. let me tell you what. Oh, it w- it's it's rational. I'm not saying it's rational to do. I'm saying his arguments were rational. We'll pick that up next week. Oh, that's a good tease. All, all right, right, my man. Have a great weekend. You too, man. Thanks. Thanks. Peloton, let's go. This holiday. With the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes. From running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com home dash trial. Peloton. Motivation that moves you.